I'm Stacy. I'm Jenny. And this is Learning for Life, a homeschool podcast. We are two homeschoolers who use different methods, curriculum, and strategies to make it all work. Our goal is to help parents teach kids how to develop a lifelong love of learning. Welcome, everyone, to the Learning for Life podcast. We are so excited to have you here with us. I'm Jenny, and my co-host is Stacy. Say hi, Stacy. Hello, everybody. We just want to say, first of all, like this is one of the first episodes we've recorded since releasing the podcast, and we just want to thank everyone who has rated and subscribed. It really, really helps, and it's, I don't know, it makes us feel nice too, huh, Stacy? Yes, thank you, everybody. Yeah, so Stacy, can you tell us a little bit about what we are talking about today in this episode? Yes, I would love to. So with the end of the school year right around the corner, I know it's been a long year for everybody, including us, many of you are probably already starting to think about what curriculum you want to use next school year. I know, it, if you haven't already thought of that, you're fine. You're, you're not behind or anything <laughs> like that. But we, we basically want to make this episode kind of your go-to guide on how we find our curriculum, where we go to look, how we look for reviews, and then where we go to buy our curriculum so that you can have an easier time when you're looking for maybe a new curriculum uh, th- this upcoming school year. Yeah, and it's such a broad topic. So we want to kind of just like dive in because there is so much to discuss here. I think curriculum is really like not the heart and soul of homeschooling. I think that's more your why, but it's the head. It's the brain of homeschooling, like roadmap. How do I do this? So curriculum. I love that. It's the brain. Yeah. I mean, I just came up with that on the spot. So I must (laughs) I must have drinking just enough coffee today. Um, yeah, so I guess we should just start with where do you start to even find curriculum? And I think the big key aspect here is just research, research, research. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure for this, Jenny and I are kind of curriculum nerds. Maybe I am slightly more than she is. Yeah. But we love looking for curriculum and looking into different curriculums. Um, so we find this research process to be really fun. And so we hope to kind of pass some of that joy on to you if this is not your favorite part of of homeschooling. And I fully agree with you, Stacy. You are a bigger nerd than me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> um, but anyway, we love to research curriculum, even if it's stuff that we're not even remotely interested in using for our own family. I think it's just really cool to, I mean, I could spend hours in a brick and mortar curriculum store. Oh my gosh, you know that, Stacy. So, um, but we'll get to that. So the one of the really easy ways to find curriculum or just figure out which curriculum would work for you is to get recommendations from others. This has worked for me. Uh, Stacy has recommended things to me I ignored her for years and then I finally listened and it was great <laughs> everybody should listen to my recommendations they really should Just I, I, <laughs> I, I'm a believer now I'll listen to anything you recommend at this point um, which is one reason why I'm excited to get to the recommendations of the week but that's a story for a little bit later in the episode so stick around for that so recommendations from others you can connect with maybe other homeschoolers whether it's in person at 
I don't know, homeschool events. I know um, up here, there's a local group of homeschoolers that just recently started getting together in person for like homeschool support group type things. Oh, fun. Just, you know, anyone mm-hmm. who shows up to those groups is probably super knowledgeable in their own way. So they're probably all a wealth of knowledge in their own way. And for those of you that don't know anybody yet, haven't been able to make um, like those connections in the homeschool community, your best friend is going to be Google. Um, Google search, because that is a great way to look for different curriculums. And when you're searching, you know, just search the search words, best science curriculum, or um, even you can throw in there what homeschool method you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So you can do, you know, best Charlotte Mason literature curriculum or you know if you want online or if you want print curriculum like be be you can be specific there as well and um, throw that into google search and see what it spits out yeah and you know homeschool methods is a whole other topic for like multiple episodes and that's something that stacy and i do want to dive into at some point but just for now definitely like if you already have some sort of grasp as to which homeschool methods you are really going to to try to implement the most. Yeah, that's a huge factor when looking for um, curriculums. And the curriculum companies know this. They know how to market their product to appeal to a certain kind of audience. Like, for example, I have my eyes like keenly aware of everything Charlotte Mason in my world right now. I'm a part of a lot of Charlotte Mason Facebook groups. Uh, I look on Charlotte Mason websites all the time. I follow Charlotte Mason Instagram accounts. So... I get like ads, targeted ads all the time on these social media platforms of just various Charlotte Mason themed curriculum. And it's, I don't want to get too in the weeds here, but that's kind of like counter to what Charlotte Mason is. But it's just interesting because companies know how to get you super interested in their curriculum. So it it will be easy for you once you have a homeschool method to be able to find curriculum that you're probably the most interested in. And another great place that you can look um, that also will say, you know, this is kind of aligned with certain uh, homeschool methods is the Kathy Duffy Reviews website. And so this is a website where you can go and search any curriculum. I mean, I have yet to search for a curriculum on this website and it not be there. Right. So if I haven't come across that problem, I, I, I doubt you will. But, you know, if, if you do find a curriculum that's not on there, let me know because I'd love to know what it is. No, um, I, you know, you know, the one that our friend Christine recommended the primary language lessons. Um, and then there's it's one not on there. No, it's on there. I was shocked oh. because it's like a super old book from the early 1900s. And I've never heard of anyone but our friend who found this curriculum called primary language lessons by Emma Searle. Um, she found it at a thrift store and she was just like, hey, I stumbled upon this hidden gem. It's super cool. So I looked it up on Kathy Duffy Reviews and it was there. And I was just That's I was crazy. Floored. Yeah. So that website is super in-depth. I think she's been doing it since the 80s. I think she's been like reviewing different curriculum in her own way since the 80s and then like created a website around it and she's killing it. So I highly recommend that website. Yes. And it the best part is over like on the side of each one. She gives this really nice detailed review that you can go to read. Um, but on the side, she gives kind of like a, a cliff notes or just an outline of like what method does this align with? Is it religious or not? Is it um, 
I can't remember all the other things. Yeah. But the, the, she gives a whole list of a bunch of different details on there. Yeah. It's all the criteria that like at a glance, like for you, it might be a deal breaker if something's religious or secular. And so she kind of lists all that really, really easily. And what I like also is on her reviews at the very bottom, I, I forget what the se- section is called. I should have looked on her website before we started recording, but it says something like bottom line is, and then blah, 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 blah. So if you don't want to read the whole thing, I mean, it's super in depth, so it's very informative, but if you don't want to read the whole thing, you can even just read that last paragraph. And then like Stacy said, the little section at the side. So it's really user-friendly. Yes. And so another place that we love to go to find curriculum, um, and I'm going to preface this one with a warning, is you can go search for Facebook groups. So there are homeschool Facebook groups. You can search by your state. You can search just um, by your, again, going back to the homeschool method. You know, if you're unit study, Montessori, anything like that, you can find a Facebook group for those types of homeschoolers. Um, So you can go by method, by state, just in general homeschoolers sometimes. And these are a great place to get lots and lots of ideas. And, you know, I've even been able to find, it's like someone would recommend a website for me and... Um, I'm like, oh, wow, like I didn't even think to to look here. I, I didn't even know I needed this sometimes. But when you are asking questions on these groups, make sure you're very specific. Yeah. Um, Jenny and I love to help out. You know, we're involved in a couple different groups here and there for homeschooling. Many. And yeah, yeah, probably many. Yes, including our right. own, including our own homeschool group, by the way. Do you want to do you want to yes. tell people the name of that one so they can find it? Yes, it is the, oh, geez, what is, it's the Kids Learning for Life homeschool group. It's very, very straight to the point here. (laughs) I don't know why Um, I can never remember that. I never have to search for it. It's just like an extra tab on my Facebook app. So I don't ever mm -hmm. have to look at the name. Yes, but we, we have that group there. You know, I love when people are sharing things they're doing or asking questions there. We, we love to help. So if you want to come join our Facebook group, you are more than welcome. And Jenny and I, again, we love to give curriculum recommendations, but you have to be a little specific because if I'm, I'm in one homeschool group that's just a very open, general anybody can join. So if you say, hey, um, somebody just posted recently, they're like, what's the best math curriculum? Oh my. Um, and I kid you not, I went in here in a joking tone, of course. And I said, wait, are you trying to start a homeschool rumble? Like, you can't just throw that question out there. Right. Because, you know, w- what grade, you know, make sure you tell what grade you're looking for. Yeah. Um, if you want it to be online or not, if if you do subscribe to a homeschool method, what do you want? Um, so there's all these different questions that you should preface beforehand if you want to get the best recommendations. Not that what people are recommending isn't great. It's just not going to be very targeted to you. Right. And I've made that mistake before. I've posted like various posts over the course of the past probably year and people were like asking follow-up questions and I'm like oh that's right these people don't know me they're not just Stacy who I can just say hey <laughs> what's the best math curriculum Stacy would have an answer for me because she knows who I am and what ages my kids are but like these people are just anyone on the internet so yeah I definitely agree you gotta you gotta be specific you gotta be willing to feel like you're like drinking out of a hose a fire hose because people will <laughs> people will give you recommendations so 
careful what you ask for. <laughs> but I mean, it, yes. I mean, in all seriousness, though, it really is a good resource if you're just looking to get like an insane amount of recommendations, depending on how big the Facebook group is, of course, and how involved people are. But I mean, I see some posts with hundreds and hundreds of comments on them. And I'm like, oh, wow. I feel so bad for those authors that yeah. wrote that post. I'm all just those like, notifications. Oh <laughs> Yes. <laughs> They're like, their phone's probably going ding, ding, ding if they have notifications on for Facebook. Hopefully somebody on there gave them a really good recommendation. And so once you have a good recommendation, you either looked at it, you got a recommendation from someone else, you looked on Google search, a Kathy Duffy review website, or a Facebook group. Now let's say, um, let's use an example of all about reading that I love to promote. Somebody has suggested all about reading to you. You think it might work for you. Now what do you do? Like, how do you know that all about reading is going to be that curriculum? So we need to be able to take a deep dive into that curriculum. So Jenny, what should we do first? Well, first, I want to preface this by saying thank you for choosing all about reading. Um, it's clearly just a way for you to brag because you were right about it for so many years. And then I finally decided to use it. And I'm like, wow, this is great. Everyone should use it. And now I recommend it to everyone on all these groups. So it's coming full circle here. <laughs> so what I look for first, say, you know, I stumble upon all about reading from some very nice person on the internet or I find it on Google or whatever or Kathy Duffy tells me about it I always 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 want to see any sort of sample pages from it and most curriculums these days especially if you're purchasing from online uh, retailers for curriculum they will offer some sort of pdf that you can download for free that gives you a really good sample of what to expect from that curriculum. So um, like, for example, I think All About Reading actually has a really good one because it gives you some of the uh, activity pages, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. I do not know for sure. I, I have not looked into them. Oh, OK. Again, uh, skipping ahead, you know, you can go to a brick and mortar store and look at it, which is how I ended up finding out about all about reading in, in particular. Right. Um, is someone recommended it to me while I was at a uh, homeschool store. And so they were showing it to me. So I just got to open it up and see it. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, you definitely want to try it or at least see it a little bit of it first before you buy it because I mean all of us know that curriculum can really get expensive if you're if you're looking at certain types of curriculum it can get very expensive so you always want to see get an idea of what to expect with it and you know you might get that idea and you might buy it and then it still might not be for you but at least you did your due diligence and you're not like totally diving into something blind and you can also check out um depending on where you're gonna buy it if you are gonna buy it from online or even if you're not but you can look at like amazon or rainbow resource is another homeschool curriculum store and you mm -hmm. can look at the details and even see if they have any reviews so that's another good way you know people recommend it to you and now you're gonna look and see what people who have already used it are saying about it yeah i love rainbow resource and Amazon is actually a pretty good homeschool curriculum <laughs> seller as well. The reviews on Amazon, as we all know, can be kind of like the Wild West. So just take that with a grain of salt. But um, Rainbow yes. Resource also, um, 
has that whole like video series for a lot of their more popular curriculums that people look at the most they have like their own reviews and flip throughs on there which is really cool yeah and speaking of flip throughs that's also another way you can look through these different curriculums is by um, going to another popular place called YouTube oh never and heard you of it can- <laughs> <laughs> you can go on there it's this small little website and they will, you can search, you know, all about reading review. And then you could add kids learning for life to the end of that search. And you'll find my review of the all about reading. And I flip through some of the pages and, you know, you'll find lots of other people reviewing this curriculum as well, because mm-hmm. it is a more popular one. And so that'll give you a chance to like, look at, uh, I always make sure if I'm reviewing something to kind of show the table of contents. Yes. I can't show like everything on these reviews, but I can show you the table of contents so you kind of know what to expect. Um, I find that's the most important part when you're looking for curriculum is kind of find, seeing if you can find the table of contents so you know, okay, where does my kid need to be to start and then where are we going to end? I love looking at the table of contents, especially for something like math, where especially in the lower grades, I feel like we as homeschool parents, even if we are not experienced educators in the real world, we can kind of have a good grasp as to, okay, yeah, my child needs to learn multiplication. So let's start here. So I love flip through, flip throughs. Gosh, that's hard for me to say. Flip throughs on YouTube. And we have a whole curriculum review playlist where we try to make it as simple and quick and, you know, to the point as possible, because I think most people, you know, they want to hear your review, but they also just kind of want to see what's inside the curriculum, the books. So we have that whole playlist available. It's It was kind of a work in progress because, you know, we're going to be reviewing more curriculum as time goes on as we use different things so it's a really good resource for you if if you're looking into any of the curriculum that we've already reviewed so I'll link that in the show notes and another good thing to note about that is we're only reviewing curriculum that we have used not necessarily saying that we loved it or didn't like it but we're going to review it because we have used it um, which I think is really important. There's some reviews that people might give you a flip through, but they can't kind of tell you how it worked for their kids. So I think that's really important that we make sure that we have actually used something with our kids, at least for a good length of time. Um, if you know anything about me, you'll know that I'm very, um, there was a curriculum called Layers of Learning that I was <laughs> super, super, super excited to use. And I still may go back to it one day when my kids are a little bit older. Um, But it just, it wasn't working out for like the season in our homeschooling life right now. So, I mean, I could, like we did maybe uh, two weeks of the curriculum. So I could do a review, but I don't feel like that would be very fair to the curriculum. So, you know, I don't want to do a review um, when I haven't done enough of it to really give it a good shot. Right. And that makes a lot of sense. And that's one thing that kind of blows my mind just to go back to Kathy Duffy reviews. Like, how does she come up with all this information and all these opinions about curriculum? You know, it's like, we know that she's not using all these curriculum. I don't think she homeschools anyone (laughs) anymore. So uh, yeah, definitely like coming from us, it's definitely uh, you're, you're getting all the information from people who actually use it. So keep that in mind when looking for flip throughs. So I guess we should move on to once we decide what we want, once we've gone through the whole process of researching and looking at reviews and looking at sample pages and all that stuff, where do we buy it? Stacy, do you have any suggestions here? 
I have a lot of suggestions. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Um, I mean, you know, we've already talked about two of the big ones where it's really easy to find your homeschool curriculum is Amazon and Rainbow Resource. And those are two, can be two big players to get things. Um, I kind of almost tend to go to Rainbow Resource mm-hmm. just because they, I know they're going to have all the kits. So what you want to look for is at Rainbow Resource, they not only have, oh, you're all about reading curriculum, but they'll show you here's all the other items you're probably going to need for to be able to use that curriculum. Where Amazon has it suggested, but it's not it it's not like a complete list of here's what you're going to need. If does that make sense? Yeah, so like Rainbow Resource is a website specifically about homeschooling and for homeschoolers. Amazon is just trying to sell you, you know, leggings that make you look skinnier. You know what I mean? Like they're, <laughs> they have all sorts of things on there. So it's not necessarily the place to go to find all the different components of all about reading, like all about, or, or like primary mathematics is what we use for math. You need a workbook and a textbook and then potentially like a teacher's guide or like the exams or whatever. There are different components to almost every single curriculum. It's not usually just one book you open and go. So yeah, Rainbow Resource is always very clear about that. And um, speaking of all about reading, and I don't know if we had planned on talking about this, but I wanted to mention that some curriculums have like their own website that might even offer better deals than anywhere else. Like, for example, so all about reading. I started using it after I started homeschooling independently. So I was particularly in this phase where I did not want to spend a lot of money. But, um, you know, Stacy had been recommending it to me forever. And then I also... uh, with some local homeschoolers that I get together with about every month, they had all recommended it too. And they said that the cheapest place to find it is on the All About Reading website. And I was like, okay, sure. Because, you know, I'm a big proponent for like Rainbow Resource, which always has stuff supposedly on sale. I don't, I mean, certain items, I'm sure. Or like Amazon where, you know, free shipping. But I went on the All About Reading website and it really was, it wasn't significantly cheaper on there, but even if I had to pay out of pocket for shipping, it was still a better price than anywhere else, which um, kind of surprised me. So when you're looking about where to buy it, don't rule out just going straight to the company. Very good point. Yeah. So that's something that, you know, I had never thought about. I think a lot of times millennials like us, uh, should we should we not admit that we're millennials? Because now I guess millennials are old. <laughs> <laughs> apparently apparently i mean you're, i don't have a you're talking part. about skinny leggings over there so <laughs> i know um but like i think some of us just kind of skip over past you know just going straight to a website to buy something like we would we want to buy things from apps like amazon but definitely yeah. you know give the actual company a try to see if maybe they can win your business and you can also get on like some email uh subscribing lists and sometimes they'll send you coupons and stuff so that's always good yes and also if you are like on a budget and trying to not spend as much money and maybe you're looking for something that's more secondhand and you're okay with that you can check out your library, your local library, which I'm going to pass this question off to Jenny because she is always at the library. This, this bo- it, it boggles my mind when she tells me, oh, I found this curriculum at the library um, and not even just to borrow, mm-hmm. right, Jenny? You actually purchase it. Yeah, so I've, um, I frequent my library. I'm like... I feel like I know the library's schedule better than the library knows their own schedule because I've kind of gotten in this rhythm of, I think it's like the first Saturday of every month, 
is usually a big, huge used book sale. And I plan my month, my weekend around it every time that weekend rolls around. And the library never promotes it because I think they're just not used to promoting themselves. That's not their strength. And so I'm like, okay, I just know there's going to be a book sale, whether they promote it or not. And I show up and it's always open. So yeah, at the used book sale, but it's essentially like going into a used bookstore, a huge used bookstore in a huge warehouse. Uh, I find all sorts of things and I'm I'm talking about I mean a lot it's all secondhand but I mean if especially if you're homeschooling the traditional route there is straight up like box curriculum there like that people use in classrooms I don't know where it came from I don't know if like the school district donates it to the library to sell or what but I see that kind of stuff I see all sorts of um nonfiction in there. So if you're trying to use nonfiction books to teach your kids about history, whether it's, you know, through autobiographies or biographies or just, you know, people telling the stories of past wars or distant countries, it's all there. Seriously, I mean it. So and I my library is pretty small. It's not I don't live in a big city where there's tons of donations. I've been to other library book sales that were even bigger. And at that point in my life, I wasn't really looking for curriculum. But Still, no matter where you are, if your library is having a used books sale, then definitely check it out. And then moving on from a library, if you have a library that is local to you, but it, it is not doing book sales right now, you can always check out one of my new favorite websites, Thrift Books. Stacy and I both have a lot of experience with Thrift Books, and I especially um, recently, I've been trying to buy a lot of old books that I just, I really can't find anywhere else, not even at my local used bookstore that I love to frequent as well. And Thrift Books Basically, it seems to have multiple options at different prices based on the condition or the edition of the book that um, will fit in your budget. I think if your order is more than $10, then they the shipping is free. So it's a steal. They do have this like option where you can buy new books through them. I don't know if that's a new feature or what, but um, yeah, you can find anything with, of any sort of condition on there. So yeah, I, I bought like five books for like $30, which is really good considering one of the books was like $15. So you do the math. That's awesome yeah <laughs> I won't do the math but um we need to use primary <laughs> mathematics and sharpen our skills apparently yes yeah I love thrift books um, I've had great customer service with them as well I used them a lot when I ran my in-home daycare I had, but when I did my in-home daycare I would buy books based on um the theme that we were doing which is in our preschool and toddler curriculum on our website it's totally free um, I created the curriculum when I ran my in-home daycare for my preschools, preschoolers and toddlers. And so each week has a different theme. And so I would buy books. So I, oh, it's springtime. I need to buy spring books or it's Halloween. I needed to buy Halloween books because at the time I didn't have a huge library. Um, so I went to thrift books and was able to find books on there. And there was one book that I got where the last page had like a fold out and that page was actually ripped. And it was like, it wouldn't have really mattered to me, but there were there were words on that page. And so we didn't know how the story ended. I, I was curious. So I did reach out to them 
And so they totally, like, no questions asked. They just sent me a new book. They didn't even ask for the old one back. It was, I mean, I can't say they're going to do that every time. I've also noticed that they ship things super fast. Whenever I've gotten, like, ordered anything from Thriftbooks, even though I'm not paying for shipping, so I'm assuming it's standard shipping, they seem to get to me within a week. So it's yes. really, really nice. I mean, because I know you were ordering kind of on a specific timetable. So it's definitely good to check out thrift books. And for those of you that don't like the internet, you can also check out your thrift stores because they also have homeschool curriculum for you to buy. So like this time of year, what is it, mid-March? I read something about like that public school teachers are kind of purging all the books that they don't need anymore. So the thrift stores are inundated with textbooks and all that. So if you use the traditional method, yeah, if you use the traditional method or use any curriculum that public schools would use, then you might want to check out thrift stores like yesterday because they <laughs> I, I've seen so many people posting pictures of like straight up box curriculum available at a thrift store and the here's the thing about buying curriculum from thrift stores that is really cool <laughs> so you thrift stores are not a curriculum distributor by any means so when they get a curriculum they don't necessarily know its value so they would sell it for like you know two or three dollars because they're just trying to get it off the shelf if you're willing to hunt for what you want or be patient and wait then if you find it at a thrift store I'll bet you anything it'll the price will beat anywhere else. I wanted to also mention that there are homeschool curriculum groups, which are like either trade, swap, or sell. Um, So those are places where people can kind of like I mean, trade, swap, or sell. I mean, pretty self-explanatory. on Facebook, right? Oh, yes, on Facebook. Sorry. If you're in search for something and you are just having the hardest time finding it, I suggest going on those groups and just saying, in search of, and then list what you're looking for. And, you know, it doesn't always work, but at least you're kind of putting the word out there. Uh, maybe someone would have some sort of information for you or, or even have a copy that they're willing to give you or sell you or whatever. There's also a cool new Facebook group that I actually just found and I invited Stacy to it because I was so excited. It's called Homeschool Free Cycle. <laughs> Homeschool Free Cycle Community, I think is the full name of it. And it's just a group of seasoned homeschool moms. And I know this because they have tons of curriculum to give away. They just post things as they're going through like cleaning out their curriculum or as they finish using stuff. And they say, hey, this is free to whoever you know comments first. The one problem with that is you kind of have to be glued to Facebook if you want to get first on that list. But some people have multiple copies of things to give away. So um, even if you're not first, you still have a chance. I've been really enjoying being a part of that group. I've also been enjoying giving away curriculum there. So that's always something that you can look into. I also did want to mention again, I know we mentioned kind of briefly before, but going in person to a homeschool store. I mean, to me, Stacy, I don't know about you, but nothing beats that. Oh, I totally agree. Okay. Um, we, we have a local homeschool store here in our area. And the first time I went into it, it was like, I felt like a kid in a candy store. Mm -hmm. I really did because, I mean, this isn't even like a huge store. They have a lot, but I can't, you know, they don't have everything. But just being able to go into the science section and go, wow, look at all these different curriculums and then get to like take it off the shelf, look through it, see what it has is just really, really cool. And then that store was actually where I got a recommendation 
for what I should use. Because I asked, I said, hey, I don't know which math curriculum to use. I was starting to lean towards some like uh, public school textbook, big publisher brands, um, because that's all I knew being a substitute teacher and um, getting my teaching credential. So that's what I had worked with before. But the gal there was like, oh, well, if you're, you know, homeschooling, uh, this might be a better fit for you. A lot of families like it. And it was primary mathematics. And we both use that to this day. Yes. Then I recommended it to Jenny again, and she loves it. So all my recommendations are awesome. I mean, that one I did listen to you originally. I, I didn't I didn't try to resist that recommendation as much. But yeah, you're right. Your recommendations are great. Um, well, let's just keep let's just keep uh, showering Stacy with compliments here. Um, I mean, but she does no. deserve them. <laughs> yeah. So nothing beats going into the stores. I've even gone with Stacy before, and um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we didn't say a word to each other. We were just too busy looking around. And I think also I remember your daughter. Like she was just so cute. I think she um, Jenny came with only one of her daughters at the time, and she was just going like holding my hand and walking me around the store and showing and pointing to different things even she loved it okay and she was okay. like three and but she loved being in the store this is what I want to add though and it's so funny you said that so my kids used to love that store right and then yes. now that I go there every now and then they drag their feet going in there because they know that I'm just going to look at every single thing and also the problem <laughs> is that I'm not always going to leave with you know new stuff I mean usually I'll leave with something like maybe even just a coloring book for them because they have all sorts of like educational coloring books like science coloring books and stuff Mm -hmm. um so they know that it'll usually be fruitless and we'll be there for like two hours as we mentioned (laughs) we are both curriculum junkies I mean we love to learn about new curriculum. And I think it's hard for us because I think sometimes we lean towards, oh, since we have our eyes open in all sorts of directions about what curriculums are out there, we kind of are always are always like wondering what else is out there. So we're always looking, right? And so we don't always want to just be jumping from curriculum to curriculum. And this is something we actually mentioned uh, with Shauna when we were talking about charter schools, because she is also just a wealth of knowledge Mm -hmm. about homeschooling in general. We're kind of talking to people who are just starting. But if you're a homeschooler who has been doing it for a while and you're still kind of researching curriculum, because I think that's kind of a never ending journey when you're homeschooling. But you don't really always want to change things up. Right, Stacy? Yeah, it's really important to give the curriculum that you've, you know, you've poured all this time and effort into this research, getting the recommendations, diving into the curriculum, figuring out where to buy it, purchasing it, which is a cost. And then um, you need to make sure you give it a fair shot. Now, the, I mean, this is kind of like we're getting into like, the gray area here, you know, I mean, sometimes you can get it and you just know right off the bat, like it won't work. But hopefully if you've done all that research, you're not going to have that problem. But if you do get a a new curriculum, you want to try it out for at least eight weeks and um, try it kind of however you think it should work. And if it's still not kind of working, like maybe try it the the way that the publisher recommends. And what I mean by that is, um, for example, like all about reading, they give you a full teacher guide and it like it even says verbatim like what you should say to your yeah, kids. It's literally um, a Jenny script. Jenny and I Yes, Jenny and I both we don't go off the script and we both cut little pieces of, like sometimes there's activity sheets that you can do and extra reading practice and it really depends on your kids. So 
Um, right now, like I think my kids are a little, I'm, our curriculum is a little bit lower than their actual ability. They've actually, it's weird. They've been learning faster than the curriculum is teaching them. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they're doing it, but I feel like I need to just jump to the next level. And so I don't necessarily do all the extra practice because I just want them to read the story. And then if they read it just fine, I know they don't need extra practice and I move on. So you have that flexibility Nobody is going to come and make sure you are following the curriculum to a T. Right. I am giving you permission to mix it up a little bit. You don't have to do exactly what the book says or even use every single piece that comes with it. Um, It's totally up to you. But if you are finding that you're like, oh, I really think this curriculum should be working. What am I doing wrong? Then maybe that's when you kind of look at, oh, well, I'm not using this. I wonder if this piece would actually make a difference. Then go ahead and try that out. Right. And I actually wanted to mention something. So Explode the Code is a, what is it? A phonics? I guess it's a phonics curriculum. Mm -hmm. Um, And it also reinforces handwriting, which I really like. So I actually, it it was recommended to me from a friend who had actually used it when she was a kid. And now she's using it with her kids. And, you know, I used it very consistently with my kids early on in this this current school year and then I kind of stopped because I felt like it was just going slow and my kids were dreading it every single time well then I realized oh I was probably for one of my kids I was probably going too slow and for another one I was going too fast she was way ahead of her ability level and then the other one was like way behind their ability level so I kind of reassessed it after probably taking a month off from it and now we use it every day the kids open it up on their own and just start doing it and they actually enjoy it so yeah sometimes sometimes you just got to reassess how you're using it I I wanted to mention so explore the code and all about reading and actually probably all of the curriculum I use was all recommended from a friend so you definitely want to have that or different friends I should say not just one not just Stacy okay she's not my <laughs> not only friend me. yeah <laughs> I have more friends than that but um not that many more but she that, has more <laughs> that's true I, I'm glad you added that I don't want to sound like I have tons of friends but um yeah I think the best place to get curriculum recommendations is just from friends like they know you and also your friends are probably kind of similar to you in a way So you know that if they're recommending something to you, you know the kind of person they are and you know the kind of person you are, or at least you should. So you can kind of assess based (laughs) on what they're saying about it, how you're going to feel about a curriculum. So the, the ones that I've had the most success with over the past couple of years have all been ones that, you know, people I knew personally had recommended to me. I also wanted to mention that there are less conventional curriculums to use. And I I feel like this is kind of a separate topic. I mean, we I could go on all day about this because it's something that I've been doing a lot lately. But specifically for things like the, the Charlotte Mason method, Charlotte Mason is very literature based. So it's kind of like you don't want your kids sitting and doing textbook drills all day long, which hmm. I do. I do use certain curriculums that are kind of workbooky, but for the most part, I try to just make it fun and engaging for them. And I know my kids in particular really respond well to stories. So that's why we've been doing things like history from um, there's a book called Our Island Story, which is a history of England for boys and girls. I think that's literally the title of the book. Our Island Story, a history of England <laughs> or yeah, history of England for boys and girls. And there's actually, ooh, Stacy, I've been meaning to tell you about this. There's actually another, ooh. there's like a, it's kind of like a sequel. It's by the same author and it's called This Country of Ours. 
which is the history of the United States. So um, you're oh. you're supposed to do our island story, and it tells the story like in chapters that are like stories. So it's it's really engaging for kids. I think they think it's very fun. And um, so you're supposed to do our island story, and then in the subsequent years, you do you kind of work on um, this country of ours. So I'll I'll show you that. Stacy, when, when I get it, because I just ordered it from Thrift Books. That's the expensive book that I ordered because I really, really wanted it. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, I'll show you. Come in full circle. Yes, exactly. Here we go. We're podcasters now. We got this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I wanted to mention that, you know, there are less conventional curriculums. You don't just have to go off of workbooks and box sets and all this stuff. There are ways to do it where you don't have to spend an arm and a leg and also like I know some people want to kind of avoid that kind of thing. So if you're interested in kind of like a literature based thing and it's more just, you know, you're reading a lot of fiction with your kids or things like our island story, which are really engaging, then you I, I recommend checking out AmblesideOnline.org. It's just a free Charlotte Mason curriculum on there. And by curriculum, it's not like it, it doesn't tell you everything to do. I mean, well, it kind of does. It creates a schedule based around certain books. So that's kind of just like a free form idea out there. If you want some sort of alternative to, you know, the big C word curriculum, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the like more unconventional type of approaches like with Ambleside Online. Also, something we haven't touched on in this episode yet is talking about like the online curriculum. I mean, I mentioned it a little bit earlier um, when you're like being specific about the types of recommendations you're asking from people. If you are interested in online curriculum, I mean, the best place to kind of look at that is going to be on that that website. And most sites will have a free 30-day trial. So kind of like we said earlier, um, you know, you can go to that website, Google search it, and then look, you know, you can probably even find YouTube reviews on different things. So all of this applies to the online curriculum as well, if you were interested in that. Yeah, that's a good point. I can't believe we didn't even talk about that yet. Because I know you, Stacey, actually, both of us have used some web-based curriculums, whether it was an app or a website for the longest yes. time. So we both used um, early on in our kids reading journeys, if you want to call it that, we both <laughs> used reading eggs, which I actually, I I thought it was really cool. Our kids just kind of ended up losing interest. For me, it was the way I used reading eggs is I used it as a reward. So my kids don't get to like watch a lot of TV or use screens a lot in their everyday life. But even if it was like they got to be on an iPad to play an educational game, then that was like, wow, it's like being at Disneyland. I just, you know, I felt kind of weird about, I don't know, bribing them with I guess like if to me, maybe I'm thinking about this all wrong, but I felt like it, I was kind of bribing them with more medicine, you know, like here, take your medicine and then here's some more medicine. But they really enjoyed that app. And that was another recommendation. Yeah, exactly. And that that was another recommendation by me. Um, <laughs> um, wait till we get to the recommendation of the week. I've got another good one for you guys. You've given too many um, already. Almost there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but no, I mean, that is brilliant, Jenny, because they they did. They really liked it. And my kids did too. I mean, with kids, you kind of have to like go to their strengths and weaknesses. And that's why, you know, like reward-based systems, not every kid is going to get excited about like 
candy or, you know, like, you know, what kid needs more sugar? Um, none. So uh, you, you got to kind of find different things that work and things that they're excited about. We're, we're getting in the weeds here, but just, you know, whatever works for your family um, is what, what you need to do and whatever works for your kid. And the last thing I want to do before we jump into the recommendation of the week is kind of like preface all of this. I know we've mentioned a lot of different curriculums that you may be interested in, you want to look at. Um, but our biggest piece of advice here is if the curriculum you're using is working for you, then keep on keeping on. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Jenny mm-hmm. and I have both been using primary mathematics since the very beginning. It's a very simple curriculum. There's not a lot of fancy manipulatives. Like if there are manipulatives, they just want you to grab things like around your house. And like maybe I will use just random things around my house. But I see all these other like Matthew C is another great curriculum I've seen. Mm -hmm. Right Start Math has all these cool manipulatives. And I'm like, oh, cool manipulatives. Those would be so fun. My kids would love it. Um, It would also my... This might sound terrible. I also don't want to use those because I don't know where I'm going to store all that stuff. Um, no, it's so really, that's all... really a factor because I remember taking home some um, manip- math manipulatives from Matthew C just because they were free somewhere at a, like a giveaway event for homeschool supplies. Yes. And I, I took it home. I was so excited. And then I'm like, where in the world am I going to keep it? So I eventually, <laughs> I think I just donated it to like either a thrift store or a library because I was like, this is too much. And also like, it's just too much, like too much going on. I like primary mathematics because it's very open and go. Yes. And so again, if you're doing something and it's working, try to not be distracted by all the shiny new, and every year there's going to be some new cool curriculum and everyone's going to be using it and raving about it. But if something you're doing is working for your children, then go ahead and just keep doing it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I love it. Well, Stacy. Now that we've kind of winded down about curriculum, and you guys, let us know if you have any more questions about curriculum. We could go on for days about this. Clearly, we've really had to hold back here. So, um, yes. yeah, if you ever have questions about curriculum, you can email us, kidslearningforlife at gmail.com. Um, or or you just know, join our Facebook group yeah, and ask in there. We'd love real. to answer there. Yeah, and, and other people in there are very, very helpful as well. And um, so let's go into our recommendations of the week. Stacy, you want to start us off? Yeah, it's called the Klutz. That's the company. And it's a paper airplane book. Now, the reason I'm recommending this is because my kids, I mean, they have they have too many toys, guys. Okay, it's too many. And I I try to condense as much as possible. And they still have too many things like they have got plenty of toys to play with. Recently, they have folded their airplanes and from this book, it provides you with paper too. But if you run out of that paper, you can use any regular like printer paper, oh, cool. um, eight and a half by 11. And it shows you how to fold it and you fold it. Um, and there's a, there's like 10 different designs in this book and they went outside and I mean, they have been playing all week. It's just been amazing. It has been, I have never seen them play with any toy that long. And this is a piece of paper that they folded. So if your kids are at all interested in things that fly or throwing things outside, and I think there's even, there's some that are recommended for more indoor use and some that are recommended for outdoor. So you've got both Ooh. options there. Probably second grade 
would maybe be able to do it all on their own. But again, once you help them fold it, they can still go outside and play for hours. It'll be great. So it's a book? Yes, it's a it's like a, a book kit type thing. Uh-huh. And so again, it, it is just a book. It's spiral bound. And then in the back, it has like paper. So the book's a little bit on the bigger side so it can fit the paper inside. That is so cool. I love that idea. Your recommendation kind of reminds me of how it's like almost always the simple things that your kids just end up loving and staying um, focused on for the longest time. So we have like a toddler. We don't have like a toddler. We have a full blown toddler at this point. Is she that old already? She's a year and a half. Oh, man. So she um, she just loves to get into all the cabinets. And we have these baby locks on them that were actually installed before we even moved into this house. Because I know the previous owners had three small kids as well. And Fancy. Yeah. But there's one cabinet. I don't know why, but it doesn't have the um, baby lock on it. And it's the, the one where all the pots and pans go in. But I mean, <laughs> when I do let her play with like a pot and the lid that goes on the pot, she's occupied forever. So it always, it just goes to that whole like, you know, the simplest is the best, I think, with kids. Yes, and I, I totally agree. And that that's really what it is. Okay, Jenny, what is your recommendation for our audience this week? Okay, well, you know that I always have to like recommend something book related because that's just a phase in my life right now that I'm realizing has actually been the phase of my entire life is that books have really been at the center of it. So if, if you, I'm the curriculum nerd, you're the bigger book nerd. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we've been over this before, <laughs> but yeah, I'm always, my nose is always in a book when I, when I have any sort of spare time or I'm listening to an audiobook. But anyway, the way that I have been tracking all the different things that I'm reading and how I'm keeping up with my reading challenge is I use an app called Goodreads. And this was actually recommended by one of our good friends, Christine and I'm just in love with it. I think it's a really good alternative to using social media, um, which is something that I'll just mindlessly scroll through and it's not healthy. So Goodreads is a good way to direct my energy to something a little more positive. On the app, you can friend people. So I'm actually Stacy's friend on there, but I have yet to see Stacy rate anything other than Hunger Games <laughs> <laughs> or Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> It makes me laugh. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to put you on blast. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's funny that um, just I. I think we all realize I. I just I'm not. I don't read as much, so I'm not finding as much joy in this app. Even though I am your friend and I love looking at what you and um, some of our other friends are doing. Mm-hmm. The reason I reviewed those because at the beginning when you download the app, it says, "Oh, hey, let's like rate some books you've read," and that's what it gave me. And again, guys, I don't. My, my my repertoire is not that advanced when if it comes you, to novels. If you looked at what Stacy's rated, you would think she's like a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm like, just preparing myself for when my kids are old enough to read these books. That's all I'm doing. Right. I can't wait till my kids get into all that because actually I, I really do actually really like the Hunger Games series, but that's not my recommendation. So <laughs> good Goodreads <laughs> app. So yeah, on there you can track your progress in all the books that you're currently reading. You can mark books you've already read as read. You can create a list of want to read books. So for me, it's really helpful because I mean, I think it's just an app that keeps me focused 
in all sense of the words because it like it keeps me focused on anything but social media which is just so much drama right now and then also it keeps me focused on what I'm trying to be reading so like I mentioned I use the Ambleside online curriculum kind of loosely but I get a lot of book recommendations from there and not just for my kids like I use a lot of the book recommendations too but there are so many books and so I add them to want to read and then I also like as I'm reading them I just mark my progress off and I just sometimes I'm sitting there late at night and I'm like I'm reading a chapter of something and I'm like okay I need to finish this chapter I need to get through this so that I can mark on Goodreads that I'm this much more percentage (laughs) through this book oh my goodness so yeah I highly recommend the Goodreads app if you're trying to be more mindful about reading it's it's helped me a lot And yeah, I totally agree, Jenny. It is a really, really good app and I do enjoy it. When I start reading more, you will be the first to know. I'll be notified. I'll be like thrilled. I'll I'll hit like and comment so hard. All right, everybody. So we're going to wrap up this episode. We want to remind you guys to rate and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, We are also going to be adding our podcast to our YouTube channel at Kids Learning for Life. Um, So you can check out our podcast there. Yeah, on our YouTube channel, I mean, we we post videos there every week. And uh, yeah, check it out because if you're new to homeschooling, it could be very helpful to you. So if you're enjoying this podcast, it I mean, there's a lot more that we also do on the YouTube channel. So check that out. And also, we wanted to let you guys know that we are going to be switching our podcast to an every other week. So we want to let you know there will not be a new podcast episode next week, but we will see you the following week. Yep. Don't miss us too much. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess it's time for Stacy to say, see you next time. (laughs) And why is it just me?